0: this is the Patriot Cause with Bud Cornwell United States Marine Corps retired welcome back Patriots this is the Gunny and you're on the Patriot Cause thank you very much for listening to the show got a loaded show today talking about critical race theory I did some research on it Deep research because I wanted the truth to understand exactly what it is and why the education system has all this hype about it. If you do the research and understand it, then it's more clear of why the education system has adopted this and the American people have not, which is true. So, what is critical race theory? going to talk to you about that. Is it actually practical to do critical race theory? Got a good video, soundbite to explain in detail if it's practical or not and why it is or is not practical. What is the good news? If all this bad news about critical race theory is going on, is there actually good news? I got that for you. Lead, follow, or get the hell out of the way. As for the enemies of freedom, those who are potential adversaries, they will be reminded that peace is the highest aspiration of the American people. We will negotiate for it, sacrifice for it.
1: We will not surrender for it now or ever.
0: Exactly what is critical race theory? That's a loaded question because it depends on who you ask. If you ask a professor slash doctor that is in this critical race theory world, they're going to give you one answer. If you ask an American citizen that knows for a fact there is no systemic racism in America, you're going to get a different answer. But let's understand the definition and how it came about. I found a website called criticalrace.org, and it's Critical Race Training in Education. And they have tons of information about critical race theory and training. And this is what they have to say about what critical race theory is. An outgrowth of the European Marxist school of critical theory. Critical race theory is an academic movement which seeks to link racism, race, and power. Unlike the civil rights movement, which sought to work with the structures of American democracy, critical race theorists challenge the very foundations of liberal order such as rationalism, constitutional law, and legal reasoning. Critical race theory argue that American social life, political structures, and economic systems are found upon race, which in their view is a social construct. Systematic racism in the eyes of critical race theory stems from the dominance of race in American life. Critical race theorists and anti-race advocates argue that Because race is a predominant part of American life, racism itself has become internalized into the American conscience. It is because of this, they argue, that there have to be significantly different legal and economic outcomes between different racial groups. The bottom line is they're saying that the overall structure of America is racist, that's the foundation that they put this critical race theory on. And it's absolutely wrong. It's tremendously wrong to think that this country was founded on racism. But that's what they have to have to prove their critical race theory. is a foundation of racism. If the foundation doesn't exist, they have no theory So they developed it, they created it, so they could have critical race theory. So what is it in practical sense? Well, I got a clip, it's about seven minutes long, but it's great, great way to explain what critical race theory is. Take a listen to
1: this. You're in a conversation and someone says, critical theory helps identify and end oppression. So anyone who cares about putting a stop to oppression should support critical theory. What would you say? Critical theory is the idea that any human society can be divided into two groups, those who have power and those who don't. According to critical theory, those who have power always oppress those who don't. Therefore, any institution, relationship, and belief system established by those in power is best understood as a tool of oppression. The categories of oppressor and oppressed can further be divided into smaller categories based on things like race, gender, religion, immigration status, income, sexual orientation, and gender identity. Whether you are an oppressor or one of the oppressed is determined by your group identity. As a result, almost everything, including institutions like police, government, religion, and the family are tools used by some to oppress those in other groups. Although all of us should care about ending unjust oppression, critical theory is not helpful in doing this. And here are four reasons why. First, power and oppression does not explain everything. Critical theory says that power is the best way to understand everything. But is that true? Some relationships have a clear hierarchy, like employers and employees or teachers and students. Some institutions, like governments and the police, also represent power. But power dynamics are not the best way to understand everything. Relationships, like parenting and marriage, are best understood in terms of love and respect, not power. Well, everything is capable of corruption, Institutions like hospitals are not best understood as tools of oppression either. Things like mathematics, science, and even theology should be analyzed in terms of truth, not power. Assuming that every institution or field of study is a tool of oppression denies us the opportunity to learn what they have to teach us. Oppression exists, but reality is not that one-dimensional. There is malice, but there is also love. Exploitation is real, but so is charity. Viewing everything as a tool of oppression misrepresents the world as it is. Which leads to the second point. Power and privilege are relative concepts. In critical theory, things like race, sexual orientation, and gender determine whether we are part of the oppressed or one of the oppressors. While we are all unique, Characteristics that may be an asset in one context could be a liability in another. For example, what makes you privileged in New York City may make you oppressed in Iran. Individuals who are privileged in a meeting of the Southern Baptist Convention may be oppressed across the street at a gathering of the Human Rights Campaign. Reality doesn't support the idea that a person will always be oppressed because of X or always be privileged because of why. In the same way, the idea that all women, all Chinese people, or all Muslims have the same experience just isn't true. Which leads to the third point. Lived experience is not an infallible guide to truth. Critical theory argues that the lived experience of oppressed groups gives them unique insights into truth that should not be challenged. While everyone deserves to be heard, No one should be above critique, because we are all capable of being wrong. Does an allergic reaction to vaccines mean I have an unchallengeable access to truth about vaccine safety? Does a religious experience give rise to an unchallengeable claim to truth about religion? Every parent understands that it is very possible to feel oppressed without actually being oppressed. Our experiences are important, but they are not all that's important. In a broken world, experience leads us away from truth as often as it leads us to it. Our experiences should be understood, but one reason life is best lived in community is that we are all capable of misunderstanding our experiences. Parents, friends, counselors, teachers, and pastors can share perspectives that may not be obvious to us. What critical theory calls oppression, others might call wisdom. Which leads to the fourth point. Critical theory is self-defeating because it ignores the power dynamics it creates. Critical theory claims that when one group gains dominance over another, it should be overthrown. In some places, however, critical theory has the power. Therefore, by its own rules, in places like public universities, Critical theory should be overthrown by those it silences and oppresses, who, coincidentally, happen to be the same people critical theory overthrew to begin with. Effectively, critical theory calls for endless revolution and discontent in the name of preventing anyone from ever having power. Though the abuse of power is undeniably bad, social order is undeniably good. Critical theory confuses influence for power. We don't hate influence or even power. We hate it whenever influence and power are used in the wrong ways. Instead of revolting against everything that has influence, we should see to it that cultural influences are used on behalf of what is good, true, and beautiful. Critical theory identifies a real problem, but gives us nothing to aspire to. We don't want to be mad at each other all the time. We want to understand how a world full of people who are different can live together cooperatively. That certainly requires us to understand how power dynamics work, but it requires us to understand many other things as well. So next time someone tells you that decent people should embrace critical theory because critical theory opposes oppression, remember these four things. Power and oppression does not explain everything. Power is real and oppression exists, but so does love, kindness, respect, and charity, and sometimes they're a better explanation for what we see. Power and privilege are relative concepts. Your privilege may not extend to the next room, much less the next country. Lived experience is not an infallible guide to truth. We all have unique experiences, and we all deserve to be understood. But our experiences don't make us right, and none of us is above critique. Critical theory is self-defeating because it ignores the power dynamics it creates. Once the oppressed take power from the oppressors, that makes them the oppressors. And then we start all over again. What sense does that make? For What Would You Say, I'm Joseph Backholm. So there you have it.
0: The actual truth about critical race theory. I did the research so you don't have to. Now, this is some bad stuff. Because it's going to continually make groups of people in this country hate each other. That's exactly how communists come into power. They get all these groups hating each other, and then eventually the government takes over and starts correcting everybody to think the same way. That's the plan. That's the bad news. But there is good news. Matter of fact, tremendous good news. Many, many people in this country are standing up and fighting against this critical race theory. So just give you some examples of how people are doing that. Oklahoma House votes to ban teaching of critical race theory in public schools. That's just one state. Idaho Senate votes to ban teaching of critical race theory in public schools. Arkansas, North Carolina, New Hampshire, West Virginia, Texas, and Iowa have introduced similar proposals to push against the critical race theory. So all of these states are coming together saying enough is enough. You're not going to shove this stuff into the education system of this state. Now, if we can get 50 states to do that, it would crush critical race theory overnight. So we got to work towards that. Also, people are standing up and getting in the streets, which is what we need to do. In New Hampshire, they had a rally that urges schools to stop teaching critical race theory. Over 100 people showed up. Lots of people that are experienced in this critical race theory, and it was a great event. We need many, many more of those happening throughout the United States. Also, there are many groups Parent groups that are standing up, grassroots in this country, all over, all states, New Jersey, New York, California, it's not just in a conservative state. It's everywhere. People are saying enough is enough. And there's one organization that is absolutely great. I just found them. I'm going to sign up with them. I'm going to be part of them. It's called Parents Defending Education, and it's defendinged.org, defendinged.org. So if you want to learn more about how we can help and get involved and get in the grassroots of changing this conceptual bad idea of critical race theory in our schools, we're the ones that are just going to have to stop it. Biden And his ridiculous speech talked more and more about whiteness and racism in this country. That's the agenda that this absolute corrupt government is pushing because they have power and they want the power. And if people can listen to them, then they have control over you, control over the education system, and then they're going to tell you what to think. And once they get everybody thinking, it is no longer a free society. It's a country of tyranny, and it turns into communism overnight. And our government as we know it, the three branches, will be destroyed, and you'll have the government and massive corporations running this country instead of you running this country and your family and your schools and your kids' brains. That's how important it is. But like I said, the good news, everybody's standing up. So I'm asking you, show up, stand up, speak up. Get out there, talk to your school boards, find out what they're teaching, and stop it. This is the gunny out.